Hello there, friend. Welcome back to the Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. So before we get into this episode, I got a question for you. How often do you ask yourself, where the hell is my money going? Okay, look, a lot of us, that runs in a constant loop in our mind. And it's time to take your first step towards financial empowerment. So I wanted to give you a free resource that is going to help you do just that. I wanna give you Assess Your Situation, which is the first module in my course, as well as your guide to figuring out where the fuck your money is actually going. Sorry if you have kids in the car. So this is gonna be a free guide that I've created to help you break the loops, providing you with tools to assess your current financial situation. You don't even have to break out the calculator and to help you gain awareness about what you actually need to start making those money moves where it truly matters. So go ahead and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the show notes and snag it. The link is down there um, and enjoy this episode. Let me know how assessing your situation goes. Thanks friends. Welcome to the Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. Here, we dive into topics that reach far beyond the salon. I'm your host, Misty Jane. I'm a life and money coach for stylists who are obsessed with personal growth. I help you enhance your mindset around money, build a business that lights you up, and create a life of peace. Me and my guests are on a mission to normalize the wealthy stylist while creating a safe space to be perfectly imperfect. Want to join me? Then you're in the right place. Welcome back to the Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. Today I am chatting with one of my private clients, Morgan. She is at the Tailored Design Salon and Spa on Instagram. Okay, so why do I like to interview my private coaching clients on the podcast? Well, a couple different reasons. One, it gives you a little bit of an insight to other people's stories, right? Like why do people seek help? What are people going through when it comes to their finances? I want to open up money conversations in all different kinds of ways. So I want you to hear from the everyday stylists. I want you to hear from the salon owners. I don't just want to talk to the leaders in the industry, although I love talking to them as well. I think it's really important to hear from our peers just as much as we're hearing from the leaders. It also gives you an insight to what it can look like having me as your money coach. I think it's really important to hear it out of the mouths of people that are actually working with me. Um, I tell them before we start recording, please be completely honest. Um, And I think so far everyone has been. At least I hope so. Um, So this conversation is awesome. Morgan has been an amazing, amazing client. She is an action taker. Majority of my clients are. One-on-one coaching is a higher ticket investment. And it's also, I'm not even going to say it's more time consuming um, because really the calls itself aren't super long, but it's definitely more of a financial investment, right? So Majority of my private clients, they're ready. They're ready to take action. They're ready to start changing. They're ready to change their habits. They're ready to take a look in the mirror, um, you know, of of kind of what they're currently doing that's not working and what needs to be shifted. Um, What I loved about Morgan is she's very logical. She's very much like, show me the numbers, show me the spreadsheets, show me you know, she's very different than a lot of my clients for that reason, because a lot of my clients are kind of scared to look at that stuff. She is absolutely not. What I found fascinating, though, 
is that I think that she didn't realize how much emotion was being put behind her finances. And it wasn't until we kind of got into the deeper questions um, when it came to our coaching calls that she realized that there's a lot more behind the, the logistical, I'm going to say that word wrong, the logistics um, than she thought. And that is the beauty of having a money coach. There is a big difference in having a consultant and then having a coach. I am not going to sit here and do number, 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 numbers the whole time. That's not what I do. I have you open up your mind a little bit. I have you think differently. I have you examine your life and, and what success means to you and what you value and are your numbers matching what it is that you value in your life. So if this story resonates with you, if what I'm saying right now resonates with you, hit up the link in um, in the show notes and go ahead and check out what it looks like to become a one-on-one client. You can also apply there as well. If you have any questions, feel free to DM me. Feel free to DM Morgan. I'm sure she would be happy to answer any questions that you might have. With that being said, please enjoy this conversation with Morgan and how she got her financial shit together. Hi, Morgan. Welcome to the Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. Hi. Are you excited to chat with me today or are you nervous? I am a little bit of both. I've been listening to your podcast for, well, before ever hiring you as my coach, I think it was a year of listening to your podcast. And it was one of the things I would like write down goals and like dreams of like hiring you as a coach. And so now it's funny to come full circle and be like, I listened for so long and then I got to hire you as a coach. And then now I'm on the podcast, which feels a little bit like, I feel like I'm fangirling a little bit now actually being on the podcast. Oh, that makes me so excited. Yeah. I, you were the one in our consultation that said you already knew you were going to hire me. You just wanted to make sure I was like the same in real life, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure all of us with like the internet nowadays, it can be so funny, but I was like, I knew who you were, or I thought I knew who you were. And so it was just, yeah, I was just confirming. I was like, okay, got to make sure this is legit. I love that though. Like I still talk about that. Cause I, I just think in a way that's like the biggest compliment, right? Like you always want to like, you want to try your hardest to be who you are on all platforms. And it is difficult. It's really difficult on Instagram. I think I find the podcast, the easy, like I, I always tell people, if you want to get to know me the best, listen to the podcast. <laughs> I, yeah, I totally get that. So tell the listeners before we get started, tell the listeners who you are and what you do. Um, so my name is Morgan. <laughs> I am a hairstylist in Fargo, North Dakota. I've been a hairstylist for five years this year officially. So probably what some would consider baby hairstylist. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. I have a family, I have a husband and then a little girl now too. So navigating being a new business owner and then obviously parenting as well. So yes, the joys of that. Um, so the reason that you're on today is we're going to talk a little bit about your money story. You yeah. hired me, gosh, it's been, what has it been four or five months now? Mm -hmm. That sounds right. I think it was, I was our first session in like February, something like that, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Beginning of the year. Um, mm -hmm. and I just kind of want to talk a little bit about what 
brought you here? What brought you to me? Um, a little bit about your money story, a little bit about where you are now that you, you know, we're not even done working together. This is the first time I've interviewed somebody that we're actually still in the process of working together. But mm -hmm. I just knew that Morgan had some things to say that I feel like people need to hear. So, um, cause you're my, you're my action taker. <laughs> That's for sure. I love action stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Okay. So what did you want me to address first? Again? So what do you, what brought you to me? Like what made you want to hire a money coach in the first place? Okay. Yep. So I guess, um, I mean, I know that there's a lot of hairstyles out there that say they're like not numbers people. That was not me. I like think it's so interesting to look at the numbers and record and like get better. Um, so I had been, like running my own booth for about two years. And I felt like I had made really good progress, but there were some, there was a hole somewhere and I felt like I was spending more than I probably should have been. And I didn't understand why, because I knew all my numbers and I knew all my goals and I knew all my percentages. And I was like, where is this coming from? Like, I just, I feel like something's, I'm missing something, even quote unquote, knowing what I should be paying attention to. And so then I was like, well, this is a no brainer. I mean, anytime you feel like you can't see something, you have to have somebody with an outside perspective. And especially when it comes to finances, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about. And then the fact that you're a hairstylist and you know the community and kind of how things work for us, because as we know, it is just different for us. Yep. Um, that is really why I was like, okay, yeah, this is, this is something I want to do because I want to keep progressing and getting better, but I just knew I, I had hit a limit that I just, or a wall that I just couldn't get past. So yes. Having someone else kind of ask you the right questions, right? Because a lot of times there are these leaks or these things that we don't think about, because especially I know for you, you were somebody who likes to look at the numbers all the time. So it's actually hard or it's easier to like overlook stuff yes. when you're actually kind of constantly looking at things. So money can be like a scary topic, especially to like talk to a stranger about, um, yeah. how did you feel during the beginning processes? Like, did you feel comfortable chatting with me? Were you like, Oh my God, I don't want to tell this lady anything like, what? <laughs> no, no, no. I think, I think that goes back down to like the, I was listening to a podcast, your podcast for such a long time. And obviously that gives us a pretty, it gives us a very clear expectation of like how you interact, like not just obviously somebody can post like a 30 second Instagram story and seem one way. But when you are interacting with someone for like an hour, you kind at some point you start to see, you know, who they are, or how they're trending. And so I saw that in your podcast, again, I listened for like almost a year. I was catching up on all your past podcasts. I like binged it every time <laughs> I was in the car. Um, and so then between that and then doing the phone call interview and everything being aligned, I knew I felt comfortable with who you were as a person. And there wasn't all this, like, uh, I just feel like sometimes when people talk numbers, they get all uppity about it. And it's like, it, I was looking for somebody that was like going to be very straightforward, but still be able to push and have goals. And so I was able to see that through the podcast. And then obviously the phone interview that we talk about just confirmed that for me. So do you feel, so we're talking a lot about kind of business numbers. Do you feel like working together has impacted your personal life at all as well? 
Yeah, I do. I feel like more confident in my um, money decisions as far as like when like daily habits, for sure. Uh, Let's just start there. I, I think being able to be aware of my habits in my business also affected um, me being able to be aware of my habits personally mm-hmm. um, and how some of my habits were coming from a place of wanting something different. And so I think being able to figure, dive really deep into why that was a habit and see if I could adjust and switch, but also validating when I do want to do something and just being aware of that. So yeah, I feel like I, I would say I, and I mean, this has been my mentality from the beginning is I always like to start with my business first, because I believe your business is there to benefit you, which we've talked about. And so to me, I, I had to start with my business and then start going into my personal life just with how my brain was working with the whole thing. But obviously you can't just do your business and not do your personal life. Like that's not going to be reality. Yeah. Well, they go hand in hand, right? Yeah, they do. Exactly. Yep. Especially as hairstylists, I feel like our life and our business are kind of the same. Like I almost, I almost don't like when people say work-life balance anymore. Cause I'm like, well, you're, you're working. That is your life. Like you are, you are living <laughs> like, when, yeah. like when you are at work. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Well, and a lot of us as hairstylists, I feel like we go into it because we want to enjoy what we do. And so like, I mean, obviously it's still work at the end of the day, you're still putting work in, but yeah, exactly. It's just one of those things. Like usually you have a a larger tie to your work when you're a hairstylist for sure. Well, if you're kind of like having, you have friendships, right? Like you're going to work to like, Oh gosh. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, like I, you enjoy the conversation for the most part. I mean, there's always Mm -hmm. a couple, but you know, (laughs) always one. <laughs> so what would you say, what were your goals before we started working together? Like w- before we even like had our first call, what was your, like, I definitely want to do these things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's funny being like such a goal oriented person when I know something I need help. I go in pretty open-minded, mm-hmm. um, just because I, I guess like I have a pretty good um, understanding that if you're asking for help, that means there's probably something that you're missing. And so I kind of went in with it, knowing what I wanted to um, like, one thing was I, I wanted to figure out where my hole was, like where I was overspending. And, um, but I didn't, I didn't have like a whole list of goals. It was just kind of that. I just was like, there's an awareness there that's not there. And so, yeah, I think that was just it. That one thing I just wanted the Getting clarity, right. Getting clarity on your business. Right. Right. And what goals have you hit so far? Oh gosh. Okay. So, um, one thing is I've broken a pretty strong habit in my personal life. So one of the things is I was like a pretty avid coffee purchaser. Um, I love this story. I've actually talked about this story um, on the podcast since. Have you heard it? Yes. And I fangirled over that too. So what you had said, if you'd listened to Misty's previous podcast was not previous, but one of the previous podcasts, um, was I realized that I was purchasing coffee because I like, don't like doing dishes. And so it was like, rather than having to keep track of my travel mug and then worry about washing it and all of that, 
I um, just like to being able to drink my coffee and then throw it away. And I don't have time usually to drink it at home. I'm usually drinking it on the go. And so I decided to purchase the throwaway, the, the like paper cups from Amazon. And since then, I literally have not purchased coffee. So it's, it's been not only a money saver, but also a time saver too, that you don't really realize. So Yes. And I love that. And I, and I want to talk about this a little bit because this is not something I suggested, right? This is something that you kind of realized. Talk to me about how you had that like aha moment. I think, well, okay. So one of the things that you obviously go through is like your relationship with money and like kind of the whys behind everything. And so we must've been in this stage of like, um, oh man, what were we? It was like, yeah, like why you were um, doing things. And I think, I think we had talked about, um, I'm willing to spend more for convenience sometimes. And then I was like, okay, wait a minute. Like, what are things that I'm doing daily that are for quote unquote convenience? And is it actually convenient or is it just kind of being hidden in a different way? And so I knew that was a daily thing that I not daily, but pretty close. I mean, you know, um, thing that I was doing. And so I was like, okay, I, I can like deep dive into that. And so then I just started logicing through it and being like, okay, am I, why am I doing that? And then I was like, I used to, I got an espresso machine. I got all the syrups and everything that I used to like, like well, before that. And I was making it, but then I stopped and I went back to purchasing coffee. And I was like, why did I stop if I can make the exact same coffee at home. And it tasted great. I loved the way it tasted. So I was like, that's not it. It's the convenience factor. And obviously boiled down to something as simple as I didn't want to wash the mug or I mean, as we all know, as a hairstylist at the end of your shift, when you're done with your last client, you're not done with your last client, you Mm -hmm. cleaning up and putting things away. And sometimes remembering to grab your water bottle and that empty coffee mug, sometimes dumping it out, it just can get missed or left in the car. And so it was just one more thing I didn't have to keep track of. And so I was like, okay, there's the convenience. And I was like, why don't I just have something I can throw away? So, yes, I love that so much because I mean, I think again, you know, we always think that like changing our money story is going to be, uh, you know, saving big amount of money or, or paying off a bunch of debt. And we don't think about like the why behind why we do things, the mm-hmm. small amounts that we spend every day that actually add up the habits mm-hmm. that actually make a difference. And yep. I think that that's, I, that always seems to be the biggest aha for a lot of my clients is they think mm-hmm. they're going to get this, like, like this big number figured out when in actuality that, that, you know, that coffee every day does add up, not saying, not saying don't get your coffee. No, it's yeah. for, you, for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But know why you're getting your coffee. Do you get that coffee? Because you absolutely love that coffee and you love, you know, going through the drive-thru and getting it and like holding it. Like, and if that makes you so happy, then, then get the damn coffee, enjoy the damn yeah. coffee. You know what I mean? But yeah. if you're getting it because you just don't want to, you know, you just want to be able to throw the mug away. <laughs> there are other ways to save quite a yeah. bit of money because you figure, oh, yeah. Let's talk about that for a second. So $5 a day, five times more than that. Now it's, it it was like what I was getting specifically was like just under $7. Okay. So let's just say $7. How many times a week? Probably five times a week. So $35 a week times, we'll just say four weeks. I mean, so that's $140 a month. 
on not wanting to wash a coffee mug. Randomly, like I, and I mean, again, one of those things that is like a small adjustment that I don't even have to think about, right? Like I, it's not like I'm sacrificing anything. It's just something that I was like, oh yeah, this works better actually, so. Exactly, and at the end of the day, that's $1,680 a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you could go on like a, like a local vacation for that. You know what I mean? Like for oh, like, for sure. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yep. So do you feel like my approach with coaching is one size fits all? Um, oh, that's a good question. I will say coaching is for everybody period. But I think finding the person that you feel comfortable with and is also um, has the education to back it up is really important. Mm-hmm. And so I would say if somebody wants to change their money story, and I know you've referenced even this like the Dave Ramsey way, but not like the, like you still want to live your life too, right? Um, is who I would say would be exactly who would align with you as a coach. Yeah. Well, I, cause I think that it's important to know that everyone's idea of success is different. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and if you came to me and you said, you know, this is my goal is to pay off my debt and then say, you know, like save, then that's what we're doing. Right. Like if you come to me and said, I don't care about my debt and I just want to save money, then that's what we're doing. Like, like you get to decide, I can help you think things differently. And maybe your goals will change along the way if you're thinking differently, but it is not my job to force you to think differently. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's that, I think that's the important part. And I will even say this too: find a coach that, that is doing or has what you want. Mm -hmm. I agree. Because like, I'm not going to hire someone who's driving around in a Ferrari. I don't care about a Ferrari. Like that's just not my jam. And I don't really do maybe what they're doing to get what they have. Right. Totally. Totally. And when you say that, that's kind of funny. I've never thought of that before, but one of the big things like in our personal life is we want to move into our next home. Our home now is a great home. Um, but what's really important to us is a, a good yard. And we want our kids to be able to play outside and we don't have a bad yard, but we'd really like, like a five acres would be great. Right. Yeah. And so for it, it's interesting because yeah, exactly. That's kind of like our personal goal is getting to that next house, even if it's fixer upper and getting to that nice yard and you're one of the things of your, um, like story behind your money change was realizing you could afford that next house, your big, you can't afford house or whatever. So yeah, when you say that, that probably subconsciously, I don't think I went in with that. I think hindsight, that makes sense. Why I would be a little bit drawn to that too. I was going to say you're more drawn to it, right? Yeah. Right. Right. What, what would you say has been your, and if you have more than one, that's awesome too. But what has been your like biggest aha moment through the last like four or five months? Oh, geez. Um, I feel like I've had a lot of aha moments, but let me think here for a second. Um, okay. This is probably what I would say the biggest aha was what we talked about on our last call. And, Um, one of the things that I struggled with was a lot of shoulds. Like I was doing some things that I felt like I should not because like that is genuinely what I wanted. Um, and so it's been interesting because since working with you, I've 
had a very clear, um, like in my own headspace boundary between work and home. And so being able to be home and like really fully enjoy home and not be thinking about work and like what I have to do or doing little things, right? Like randomly, I know this is random, but I feel like people relate to this washing your makeup brushes because you have <laughs> a wedding coming up or, you know, whatever. Um, like not doing that outside of my designated work time has allowed me to realize how much I really was. Um, I was doing everything I'm doing. I love my job, but I was doing everything I was doing for my family first and foremost. And that was really the most important thing to me. And so um, I think just realizing like now even moving forward with future goals is everything is for my family at the end of the day. And before I kind of felt like I should be this like business owner, as we all say, right? Like opening up our own salon or whatever, all these shoulds. And since then I have shifted my goals long-term to align more with um, being there for my family and really being able to take time off and, and, and quote unquote, check out, right. Mm -hmm. Just being able to really be there with my family. And so I think that was my biggest aha moment is I can be very diligent and good at what I do and, and hit goals and hit numbers. But at the end of the day, it's for my family. And I really, truly like, it's almost like I knew that, but I didn't like fully, it didn't like register. It was like, when I gave myself time and space for that, I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I want. Like, this is the most important thing to me and not just saying it, like actually believing myself. So. So I think a part of this too, um, I love this because this is something I've actually been thinking about a lot lately as well. Um, we work so hard for our family or we work so hard to live this life that we want to live, but in our minds, that life that we want to live is years away right? Mm -hmm. yeah, in our 100%. heads, but it's not really, we're living no. it right now, right yes. this second. And it's like, okay, if I'm working so hard to enjoy my family time, yep. why not just try and, and work hard and enjoy it now? Like, Hey, yeah. this is time to work. This is time to enjoy family. And I yep. think that a lot of us forget that. I keep mm -hmm. seeing a quote going around on Instagram right now that I really like, and I keep, gosh, what is it? No, one's going to know no one's going to remember um, you working late beside your children or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, oh man, that would hit hard. <laughs> it does. And it's like, that's the thing, you know, we're working so hard to what, to retire and enjoy the last like 10 years of our life. Like, no, yeah. like, you have to, you, mm -hmm. I don't get me wrong work. Yes. You, you want to, you want to work towards all the things, growth, yeah. all of that. Right. But yeah. you have to stop and enjoy what you have now and be present because if you wake up and you're just like, wait, I did all that for what, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. it's 18 now and not like out of the house. Like I didn't get to enjoy, like, what are we yeah. really doing it for? You know? Absolutely. No, I, I totally agree. I think exactly like you're saying, you, you're not really guaranteed. Well, you're also not guaranteed anything. So to do it for this like unrealistic end term, and you know what's funny? Okay, I'm going to go back to the money story thing. Rewind just for a second. Going back to the whole like, okay, me and my husband wanting our house, our kids can play in our yard, whatever. Um, one of the things that has been like a very um, upfront result since working with you was when, so we bought a camper back after I had my daughter. So about two years ago. 
And so um, we went camping recently and that's time. I mean, like it was a long weekend. We also took vacation and then we also went camping, took a long weekend, took time off of work. And the reality was, is I was able to save that space and take that time without stressing about money during. And so even though my end goal is to have this big yard and like be able to be outside and whatever, I can still get that with right now. And my, um, what I've learned is helping me achieve getting that. It's just that there's a right now and then there's a later goal, right? So like there's ways you're working towards that later goal, but like right now I'm still hitting that goal of spending more time with my family. I'm just shifting a little bit how that looks. So Yes. I absolutely love that. Okay. Another question for you. Do you feel if we were to just like talked about budgeting, talked about numbers only and not added kind of the life coaching aspect of this process, do you feel like you would be where you are now? No. And I think too, even like going back to like first talking, I think, I don't even think I would have needed. I don't think I would have thought I needed you if I was just talking about numbers, because I would be like, oh, well, I know my numbers. Like I know my goals. I know my percentages. So you can't give me quote unquote, you can't give me anything, which you have. Right. Right. Still too. Um, but I probably would have like first impression, not have even taken that first step in the first place. So yeah, I don't, I think it's, you can do everything right. And still like, I mean, we're human, right? That's what makes us human is the reality of like, we're not going to do everything quote unquote, right. And so really have finding that person that helps you align with what aligns with you. It, it, there just brings so much clarity to your yes. situation and your goals and yeah. And just improvement in general. Yep. Yep. I could not agree more. Uh, what part of the process did you not expect? Oh. Um, I thought, okay, so Okay. Not expect. That's such a good question. Okay. <laughs> I try <laughs> because I would say, again, I went in with a pretty open mind. Um, and I knew that we would have some like, um, like internal work. I did not expect you to give me something in my numbers, in my predictions. Um, and something. okay. Okay. Rewind something that helped me with my situation now, not just in the future. And so like going through, like when we went through the debt calculator, that was really interesting to me because, and very like real life, tangible, helpful, because it's like, you can still have future goals and still be smart about paying off now too. Yeah. And so I did not expect to get that and have it tangible in a very like, or a tangible product to actually help me with that end goal. Right. Like something you can actually keep and like type into and help in the future as well as the six months we work together. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yep. And I know that you love your spreadsheets. I love my (laughs) spreadsheets. (laughs) It's sometimes almost too much. (laughs) Okay. I would like to talk about that for a second because that this is, one of the things that was on your homework list is to actually stop looking at your numbers. Talk to me a little bit about how we got to that point. 
Okay, so, um, okay, how we got to the point of stopping looking at numbers? Why, or just why, kind of just okay. The, okay. tell the people, tell the people about that. Okay, good. <laughs> so I would say um, stopping looking at numbers. Um, well, it did two things. One, it freed up more of my time to be able to spend time with my family. Well, um, and what were you doing before, before we have that conversation to give oh, them kind of a picture of... <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So I not, I would, I'm my own bookkeeper and everything. So I would literally probably spend, and I'm not exaggerating. I would probably spend about four hours a week, just going over numbers, obsessing over them, looking at percentages, like just making sure everything is perfectly right. What your end goal was, how close I was to my long-term goals. I mean, you can really, if you like to nerd out over that, you can make it really complicated, really fast. So I was spending a lot of time, four hours a week as a part-time hairstylist is not necessary. Um, maybe, maybe, <laughs> but for me, it was not necessary. And so, um, yeah, then I boiled down to, so I usually would do two, two hour increments during the week. And then I boiled down to once a week and it probably takes me like 35 minutes. I would guess. Um, and it helped me actually, because so, um, one of the, one of the books that, um, Missy sent me that she like recommended is, um, profit first for salons. I would definitely recommend it. I know you've recommended it on the podcast too, but, um, one of the things they talk about in there is how like the traditional banking, like checking account is not set up for, um, real understanding of your numbers. It's set up for you to spend more because it doesn't predict what's happening in the future or what you already have coming out and coming in and things like that. And so um, sometimes when you're always looking at your bank account, you can look at that number and think, I have that amount. And you don't. (laughs) That's not your real number of what you have after everything's paid. And so it was almost like looking at it on too regular of a basis made me think that that number was what was available and and it was it, that's not a real number and so stepping back and not looking at it as much i actually found that i wasn't spending as much as i was before mm-hmm. because i didn't look and felt like i was spending because i had it right right because i had it just to prove a point or whatever and we dove into that too on like just personal level like why you feel because you have it, you need to, you know, the shoulds, right? The shoulds always comes down to the shoulds. Well, and sitting down Mm -hmm. for four hours a week, feeling like you should, because that's what business owners do. Right. Mm -hmm. But what Mm -hmm. was happening was it was really just busy work that wasn't actually moving the needle. It's, it's doing the shoulds because that's what I feel like. That's what other people are doing when in actuality Mm -hmm. it's taking away from what you're working towards, which is spending time with your family and things like that. So it kind of, it's like a full circle situation. Mm-hmm. So it was like the first time I had to be like, Hey, Morgan, stop yeah. looking at your number. <laughs> I know. I was like, this is so interesting to, to write down. My homework was stop looking at your numbers is one of the things I was like, this is interesting, but it actually benefited me because I was spending less and not, I think I just was not spending unnecessarily because I thought I had something that I really didn't. Right. 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 So I get DMS a lot of mm-hmm. people that want to work with me, but they're either scared of the financial commitment or they're scared of the time commitment 
or, you know, or they're just scared that they're going to, you know, sign up and then not do the work. Right. Um, right. there's like, they're scared that they aren't going to follow through. Right. What would you say to these people? What would you say to them? Oh, geez. I would say I was scared too. <laughs> um, I definitely, it's not like I made the decision without any fear, um, at all. Cause it is still a commitment, rank time and finances. It's a commitment. Um, so I was scared, but I think it, it like, I think at the same time, it's going back to the like trusting yourself thing. If you've taken the time and you felt aligned enough and you keep coming back, like, I can't tell you how many times I went to your page, like downloaded your free resources, checked out your podcast, right? Listened for a long time. Well, I would consider a long time a year. I probably could have pulled it's the a long time. It's a long time. I could have pulled the trigger sooner, but I should have just trusted, right? Like trusted my gut. Um, and honestly, even with the coaching, it's like, that's one of the things that you walk or I'm walking away with is just being able to trust myself and my decisions. And so I would say you do it afraid, but trust your gut, right? Like, and I'm not talking like whimsical. Like I looked at it once. And I think this is going to fix all my problems. Cause I don't think that is like a good headspace to go in with. But if you are, if you find yourself, just keep coming back, keep coming back, keep coming back. And you can find a way to make it work. I would do. Well, there's a reason for it, right? There's a reason why something's on your heart. That's how I feel. I mean, I always invest in coaches and like, there's a reason I'm drawn to people. There's a reason, like, I feel like I, I want it. There's an ROI that I know is going to be there, even if I can't see it yet. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Bingo. What do you feel like your biggest takeaway from working? Now, granted, we still have like two more calls left, which is like two more months, I think. So I know. We're, we're like, normally I interview people like after the fact, but like mm. I said, I just felt like it was the time. Um, yeah. What do you feel you're going to take away from this the most? Oh, I think it goes back down to trusting yourself. Um, I think like in my personal life, in my business decisions. If something doesn't feel right, or you feel icky about it, there's a reason why if there, if like, like I said, like the should getting rid of the should, like I have to be this certain type of business owner and I really care about my family. And that's what I want to be there for. I'm not meant to be a stay at home mom. That is not who I am. I don't even want Me to either <laughs> desire to be, but I want to be there for my family and I want my job to be able to benefit my family. And so just being able to trust that is probably the thing that I'm walking with the way away with the most or the, the strongest is just being able to trust myself and say, okay, maybe I can't logic why I I'm thinking that or, or making that decision. But a lot of times if it's aligned, you are, your, your logic is going to take a lot of time to catch up with what your brain's already intuitively wanting to do. So I think that is just confirmed a lot of why. I really like that. You just said that like a lot, because if you think about the money thing in general, right? Like there's all, we put a lot of emotion around all of it. I mean, you know, you're a very logistical brain, but you still put a lot of emotion around it. And I think that was your leak is that you didn't realize that. I know. I know. And I I actually just had that aha moment while we were having this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I was like, no, the emotions aren't there when really it's a huge part of why I put so much effort into the logic side of things. 
Yes. Yes. Ah, love it. Morgan, thank you so much for trusting me for coming on here and being open, um, for all of the things. I mean, things and thank you for actually doing the the shit. I mean, this is like, (laughs) I always tell people, you know, 20% of it happens on the call. 80% of it happens when you're doing life, you know? So, um, good for you because You yeah. are doing the damn thing. You're not done yet. You're never, you're not, you're never going to be done. Though, done. Not never gonna be done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you, Misty. You have been like a godsend. So I appreciate you so much and have loved how far we come and hopefully we can continue working together in the future. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> this ain't over. This I'm one of those people that okay. I'm like, look, I like you. You're, you're always in my circle now. Okay. <laughs> Where can people find you if they want to just like um, reach out? Maybe they have yeah. a similar story or. Yep. Yep. Um, okay. So my, like, I would say probably Instagram is the social media. I check the most. Mm-hmm. Um, and even then is very hit or miss because like I said, my family is definitely a priority. So I would say either my personal Instagram, which is mojo, M-O-J-O underscore Lewin, or um, my business one is um, tailored design salon and spa. That one, I'm not going to lie to you. I check less than my personal one just because of the whole boundary thing and it's nothing fancy. So no, it's awesome. Reword, <laughs> reword that. Let's reword that. It's awesome. (laughs) You can find curl education over there. What? I said, you can find curl education over there. Oh, definitely. Yep. Curly girls are my, are my jam. So awesome. Awesome. And I will put all of that in the show notes as well. So if anyone wants to find you, they can, um, again, Morgan, thank you so, so much. Um, and I will, I'll talk to you very soon. Yeah. Sounds great. Thank you so much, Misty. Once again, thank you for listening to the Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. I appreciate each and every one of my listeners more than you know. If you like what you hear, please screenshot this episode, share it with a friend, share it on social media, and don't forget to tag me, Misty Jane, and the podcast at Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. You can even take it a step further and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Talk with you on the next one.